Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, my cat's right next to me going like, what the heck did I just listen to? Yes, it is the Pond Theater. And my cat is just staring at me going, what is that noise? It's just, it's really loud. Who, okay, get, 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 get. See, now I'm just making up my own tunes. Anyway, welcome to the, uh, the, the Pond Theater. I'm, yeah, that's my cat. <laughs> that's just... Uh, that's the thing is I, I was I was about to start this and play the you know play the theme song. Hey hey hoops hey hey hey. I was about to play the theme song. Uh, my cat was just laying peacefully right next to me, and uh, she, then she just heard the uh, theme song really loud because she was right next to me and just uh, uh, well she did not have it because now right now she's wrestling with my hands going what why the heck did you play that. I- <laughs> Anyway, so now we're gonna get on to the show. Uh, I'm your host. Uh, okay, okay. Hoops, hoops. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry, I had to, I had to give uh, my cat some attention. Uh, she's, uh, yeah, she uh, does not like loud noises, but unfortunately, that's how the recording is going to play in great volume. So hopefully, hey, you want go? Over, hey, come over, come over here. Hey, you, come over here. Hoops, come over here. Come over here. Hey. Hey. Hey, why don't you unjack? Why don't I get you on? Oh. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so what do we have on the show for today? Uh, we have quite a bit. Uh, we have uh, three movie reviews, and that's all the big ones that have come out this week. Uh, and that is Rambo with the Last Blood. Yeah, I don't know if that title should be true, uh, considering that I saw it, but I have thoughts and I will share it. Then we go to Downtown Abbey, which uh, both of these are also movie adaptations or sequels to series that... Oh my gosh, okay, hoops. Hoops, stop, stop. Hoops, calm yourself down, holy crap. All right, my cat is out of control right now. <laughs> okay, hoops, hoops, hoops. I'm gonna put you in the laundry room if you don't settle down. All right, I should have not played the the, the Starfighter Infinite theme because she was just laying peacefully and now she's restless. She wants to like nibble on my legs. I, I don't know if that sounds wrong, but okay. Hoops, stop. All right. Right now she wants to play. Okay. Okay. You know what? Hey. 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 No biting. No biting. All right. <laughs> uh. So. Uh. Dang it. Where was I at? Okay. Now. Now. Now I'm at where I need to be. Anyway. Rainbow the Last Blood. Uh. Downtown Abbey. Both of which I have not seen prior entries. So this will be a fresh perspective on just the movie as itself and there are movies that i have enjoyed where i have not seen the previous entries or previous you know versions of so you never know and then we got ad astra which is that space sci-fi adventure with brad pitt being an astronaut on a quest to uh, destroy some powerful weapon and see his father or something like that so we got that and then i'm going to talk about birds of okay hoops Hoops, look at me. Look at me, hoops. Hoops. Okay, you're not even looking at me. You're just, you're underneath the couch, acting really weird. All right, excuse me for a second. I have to put hoops in timeout. Hey, hoops. Okay, hoops. Hoops, what are you doing? Now you're kicking me. Okay, hoops. And she is purring really heavily too, so she's really happy despite how loud the intro was. Now she's just in play mode. Oh my gosh. Okay, hoops. Look at me. Calm down. Calm down. No. Calm down. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> no, right as I said that, she's just like quickly like, well, that, what, what, what was that? Anyway, uh, I have a really silly cat that I love that, um... It's a lot of work. Anyway, after that, we're going to talk about Birds of Prey, which is, you know, it, it had its teaser out a while ago. Uh, but then they had uh, the uh, poster for it, which uh, got a lot of people up in arms because, uh, you know, it looks like crap. I, I'm not going to disagree with that, but I think, you know, a poster isn't enough to go by. And there are some great movies or some decent movies where, you know, the posters of it suck. It's just a common thing with posters is that they don't really get a lot of love today. It's just something to kind of crank out and all that. Yeah, the photo, the, the, the poster does not look good, but all right, I mean, I'm willing to give the movie a chance, even though the teaser didn't, you know, get, get me excited, but I'm still giving the movie a chance. Even after reading the entire story of the film that got leaked out, there's story details, you know, that may or may not be true, may or may not be reflective of the film, but so far, it doesn't seem like the a teaser isn't too far off. So we're going to talk about those possible, those plot points that possibly will be in the movie. Without spoiling, though, I'm not going to, because I read how this movie is going to end. And I'll just say, if it ends like this movie says it's going to end, especially with uh, all the other plot details. Oh, boy. Uh, but, hey, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to also say... I really enjoyed Shazam and Wonder Woman. So it isn't like there hasn't been any recent DC movies that I haven't liked. No, that is not true. Same with animated DC films uh, with the Lego Batman and even to some extent Teen Titans Go. And I'm why are they those two important to reference? Well, I'm going to get into that when I talk about the story details. But I do have some concerns and I hope for them to be put it at ease and for me to walk out of Birds of Prey saying, man, Birds of Prey was a lot of fun. Go see it. But according to what I've seen and read so far, I'm like, no. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. Okay, hoops, you got to... All right, I'm going to pick you up. Okay. All right, hoops. Stop. Okay. Sorry about that. But anyway, again, I'm... Again, I have some... Th- things to say and that might not be what dc fans want but i'm hopefully gonna put a spin on it that's well i i don't care i'm gonna bring my thought and you you get mad and call me a marvel fanboy if i say anything bad about it because apparently that's not allowed so oh well i get i guess i mean i'm not gonna win either way in this discussion but i'm gonna still do it because I can, and I will. Before we do all that, uh, there is one news story I do want to talk about to start this off. That might not be movie-related, but I gotta talk about this Area 51. And that's what we're gonna get into. Before that, how you reach me? P-H-I-L-O-K-76 at gmail.com. That is philox76 at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah, I'm watching my cat because my cat's still in play mode. I had bondspress.wordspress.com. You can follow me up on Facebook and... Uh, Instagram at Pons Press, or you could go to Twitter at Chase Pond 64 Okay, hoops. Alright. <clears throat> I'm gonna put you in timeout. A little bit. Just so I can do this. Alright. Now we're in full speed. Because uh, I put my cat in the laundry room. For a little bit. <laughs> I, I don't know how else I'm gonna do this. Anyway, so with that being said, let's get into the show, which, again, I have uh, three movies and then the discussion of, uh, you know, thoughts on uh, Birds of Prey. All right, let's get started with uh, Area 51, because I need to talk about Area 51, and uh, this was, 
Well, specifically the raid event that's like Raid Area 51 on September 20th or September 21st, which other one of those days. And it had 200,000 people or 200 million or just a large number of people like really wanting to raid Area 51 because of some memes on the internet about aliens existing and like how much fun it would be. So because of memes, that encouraged people to want to go charge into a, a, a guarded military facility uh, armed with, you know, several weapons. And uh, although the group says, well, they can't stop all of us. I mean, you don't know that for sure. But anyway, it, it was it was such a dumb idea. In fact, the person who started the group, you know, realized he was just doing this for a joke. Uh, don't actually go there. And a little over 200 people did not listen. And they went to Nevada for uh, the uh, Area 51 raid. Well, as you would as you would assume, but what really happened? Well, why don't I just uh, play a couple of uh, news? clips to kind of uh, illustrate or you know just to tell you what the heck is going on here because i saw i saw pictures and i'm like oh geez but the uh the actual news stories there's there's some fun uh, information i mean i don't know if you want to say fun but there there was some information so we're gonna start off with uh cnn we're gonna play a little just just a little bit of these these uh stories and then you know talk all right so just to clarify this morning there are no reports according to cnn of any alien sightings thank you near for clearing area that up. 51 thank you for making it clear despite <laughs> despite there was a decent turnout for yesterday's much anticipated event and there was my kids were watching this they wanted to see what was going to happen we're talking about 2,000 people who flooded into nevada after a call on facebook to storm area 51 about 200 of them have made it to the main gate, but that obviously a much smaller number than the nearly two million who had pledged to raid the U.S. Air Facility, uh, Air Force Facility in Nevada. You just can't trust folks that stay on their word. <laughs> they can't come through. Two million said they'd be there. <laughs> two hundred made it to the gate. All right. So the local sheriff says two people were arrested for minor issues, including one alcohol-related arrest and another. Okay. Before I uh, continue this, I mean, I'm I'm just kind of appalled, but. Uh, because we all, you know, fathom the idea of, you know, aliens being true, aliens existing. But you have to put the jokes aside when you're actually thinking about just going to a guarded military base with armed, armed weapons, you know, uh, probably some other sort of uh, you know, uh, explosives or stuff to, you know, control a crowd that's trying to charge in. Because they will open fire. I mean, it's not a place you should be. And yet, 200 people uh, with the signs, one of them saying Jesus was an alien. And they, I don't, let's continue. <laughs> For indecent exposure. Okay, now what the heck is this? So, we got another photo, and this is one of the people dressing up. It's a dude with a blue alien mask, and he's got uh, some alien reindeer. He's wearing this 
Actually, it looks like just a, a like a Christmas sweater. And he's holding up uh, his hands uh, like uh, Spock from uh, Star Trek. Live long and prosper. Uh, right in front of the stop sign where, you know, you should not go further. But here we go. Uh, the sheriff said there was uh, also a rollover accident with injuries. But these are the pictures that we're getting from the area. The latest. This is what's interesting when you talk about the timing of this. Because look at this picture. The U.S. Navy has confirmed videos purported to show that UFOs are indeed real. Now, a Navy spokesman doesn't refer to them as such. They call them unidentified aerial phenomena, not unidentified flying objects, for whatever reasons. All right, with us now to discuss, Leroy Chow, retired NASA astronaut. Leroy, you know, we're the first... Okay, so then they just get into the discussion of, you know, how how people just lose their marbles. Yeah, I mean, really, because we, I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because there's a lot of internet challenges where people are dared to just hurt themselves or possibly kill themselves for likes and, you know, views. Uh, you know, uh, eat detergent, set yourself on fire, like point a loaded gun at each other. Stuff like that, things that you really shouldn't do, but I mean, common sense is just out the window, and I'm like, I don't want to see people get hurt or killed. But you really, you really shouldn't try to charge into a government or a, a military controlled base because they don't know that you're just a regular civilian if you're really trying to infringe, just infringe on their church, just trespass on their territory and just charge right in, like into them I mean why well, I, I and that's the thing is it, it gets it gets crazier because there is one from Fox News where they actually interviewed some of the people out there in uh, this uh, area 51 raid or the area 51 because that's the what really happened is some of them uh, decide want to do a uh, raid but for the most part it all it turned is just a festival or almost like a convention just to sell merch sell there, there's like uh, bud light and it just just people like out there partying so all right it all started as an internet joke that ended up getting global attention hundreds of alien hunters gathered in nevada near the government facility known as Area 51. Might remember Art Bell built a career on talking about this, all in an effort to, quote, storm the military base. These two people were reportedly detained earlier today. They were events last night. And today, we sent our own Lawrence Jones to find out what the extraterrestrial believers were doing out in the Nevada desert. We hope he's not been abducted. Take a look. scientific reasons here for scientific reasons we're here for uh the aliens oh you know i want to hear about the alien liberal agenda they could have some good talking points we don't know so when did you first discover you were an alien um 1984 we are newly to the planet playing your head this uh, hat is to protect my mind from interference of any kind. Have any interaction with aliens in it? Not yet, but we're hoping. Y'all hoping that we're, are y'all gonna storm Area 51? <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I want to. Have you guys had any interaction with the outside world? Today, no. Yesterday, also no. Well, kinda. We had some weird dreams the night before. 
Hi, joining us now from Nevada. They, in, in Fox News, they've been told about, you know, how racist and sexist they are. And, of course, the, the one guy they get to just talk to all these crazy people is, is of color. I just feel sorry for him that, that they just put them out put him out here to talk about all these. Like, the, all these people dressed up in, in this in this uh, little sizzle reel. They're, 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 like, some of them are... It's not saying, hey, you went cosplay is weird or costume is it's not nothing to do with cosplay it's the fact that these people are really believing that yeah, that this is something they've got to do like they're really committed to being out here for a raid or a possible raid but it's not everybody of course like they mentioned that you know some of those people just you know they came from comic-con and they just wanted to have a good time and for those all right sure just go out there and relax with friends uh in a safe area you know, grab a beer or, uh, yeah, Bud Light. Those are the people I'm, you know, you know, putting my head down for. It's the ones who are really believing, not not just that aliens are right in there, but are also just wanting, wanting to get right in there, wanting to run right into, like, wanting to raid, and, again, just not even realizing that they're more likely to get shot than to actually go in. And the fact that how these people are kind of in like influenced to do this by memes like some of these costumes are just memes like they're not even like real there, there is one one part where i've seen like uh you know characters from a certain movie i haven't seen that you know some people know of but most of these are like they're kind of like they kind of look like meme costumes Tained earlier today they were events last night and today abducted right. take a look scientific reasons here for scientific reasons we're here for uh the aliens oh you know i want to hear and there's the guy right in the back is like yeah i'm ready for the aliens here for uh the aliens oh. yeah he's like yeah those aliens i'm like okay uh, I, oh you know i want to hear about the alien liberal agenda and she is looking at him like, "Are you freaking kidding me? Just you're the one who brought me here. I I don't want to be here." They could have some good talking points. We don't know. So when did you Liberal agenda. We are newly to the planet. And then you got these these guys. I don't remember. I don't know what the movie's called, but they they got the 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 ones with pointy heads on. Yeah, this is this is freaking crazy. And then right behind me, I see restaurant, bar, motel, RV, Earthlings, welcome. There there is all this money spent on from just a Facebook event and memes. In fact, people kind of comparing this to Comic Con. It is. I mean, you know, cosplayers they like to be energized. They like to get crazy, but I don't. I don't think any of them would just think of like charging into an a, a you know a government base like this would just be a joke that they'll probably i would never think of just people just like maybe maybe i maybe i don't know but i don't know i i kind of think it is the viral okay now that this is the third one i want to get to this is the uh, it was a, a viral video of dude Naruto running and trying to get into the, uh, you know, the base. Our very own Joe Bartels. And they actually interview him. Uh, and, and it's like later in this video I, I want to get to because, again, this is the mindset we got here from the, or I would say most of the attendees. But really wanted to see the aliens. Do you plan to, to storm it? Well, uh, I've been here uh, a month ago I came here. 
And I was uh, practicing my Naruto running uh, in front of Area 51. Elixir says he's made the trip to Rachel, Nevada, mere miles from the infamous and Elixir. tough military base known as Area 51 before, and he was prepared for anything. Yeah, we uh, we filled up the car with food, water, a lot of water, and uh, hopefully I capture some aliens. Many of the people, including Elixir, don't have cell service while in Rachel, Nevada, and haven't had a chance to weigh in on the viral moment. Uh I'm gonna feel so bad for everyone who just, even the ones who just came in, not not even like really serious about this uh, alien rating, just want to come in and just hang out with people. They're gonna come back and see on the internet that everybody, everybody in this this raid has been made a fool out of, regardless of whether or not they like some. There's there's probably someone who came in like you know. I'd, this is so crazy. I just came here to just see how this is. Oh, just a little festival. And then there's a couple people in the back really wanting to raid. Okay, well, I'm just going to go home. I'm like... This is this is this is insane. Like, okay, maybe aliens do exist. Maybe they do. Maybe this is true. Maybe this is all proof. Or maybe maybe it might be something else that the uh, that like the navy was uh, reporting on, or the uh, you know the air force. But I. I just don't, I don't think that if you were to charge into, say you were, this was a success though. Say you managed to, you know, beat the uh, military base and go into, see all the secret files of Area 51. What are you going to get out, like, what are you going to get out of it? What if the alien doesn't want to be disturbed? I mean, there's so many movies and games about aliens invading Earth. Like, do you, do you want to piss off aliens if they're real? I, I just, I don't know what's going on here. Because <laughs> I, I just I just put my head down like oh geez I thought we were better than this even though I I know we're not but okay all of you people at Comic Con you are better than this like don't don't think that when people are saying oh well this, these are these cosplay nerds of course they would do something like this no you all are better than this these aren't just you know people who go to uh, cons these are these are people who are who are really driven by memes their life is driven by memes and they really believe in this i well there 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 we go there there we go there's there's society and talk about movies and well you know the the first thing we're gonna start off with is rambo uh, whatever rambo rambo's blood rambo's bloody time uh something like that i've never seen a rambo movie before so uh, okay you could say man i i only want to hear the from the fans the fans matter the most because there, there are some snarky dudes on twitter going see the critics hate it but the the audiences they loved it that means it's good everything the critics is hate they it's good okay if you want that mentality because uh, apparently critics are just a bunch of dumb jerks. They they just wanna they just wanna hate just to hate. So and only the fans matter. So okay. So I guess since I I haven't been I haven't seen any of these Rambo movies prior to this one, then it's that's a big big deal. Even though then watching the movie, the film doesn't actually connect itself with the other Rambo films that much. The, the what you see in the trailer that I'm about to play, that's actually in the credits. But I know I, I I've 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 already gotten some DC fans upset because I said I just prepare I'm gonna have some criticism but I'm always want to be balanced here so I'm going to start out with the positives 
after I play the trailer for Rambo Last Blood, which is about Rambo being old and, uh, you know, having a having a niece. Niece, I think, is Ga- Gabriel. Uh, I think that's her name. Out in a farm, just uh, trying, to, trying to not uh, have you know, the war on him anymore, or whatever he's been through, because uh, he gets flashbacks of Vietnam. You know, he's, uh, he's, he's just wanting to, you know, live a new life, but he just can't help himself. He's so crazy. And when, when Gabriel gets kidnapped, that's when Rambo is just, has to unleash his, his fury and rain on these evil, evil Mexicans. I'm going to play the trailer and then come back with the full review. starts out i'm gonna have to say i was not hating it uh the dialogue wasn't great but i did i did find it sweet john rambo he's just he, he's, he's a no he's a he's a tough he's a tough old man he's just wants to look out for what is basically his daughter even though it's his niece so i guess the the real dad is the the brother of john rambo or so, something's going on but so un- uncle john is just looking out for Ga- gabriel and it, it's just you know just kind of sweet gabriel's like you know i i love you john uh or uncle uncle john but you are kind of crazy you know no, I I don't want to take a knife with me to college. I think that's a, that's a little too much. And uh, Rambo's like, well, you know, I'm just looking out for you. The, you gotta keep the boys away. So here's a knife. And he's like, you want? I love you, uh, Gabriel. I love you, Gabriel. Why don't you use my tunnels to party? I don't even know if I'm doing. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a good Sylvester Stallone accent. But you know, at the very beginning, it was okay to. Say, Okay, okay. This is sweet. All right. Hey, hey. I'm not. I'm not seeing the the thirty or twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes yet. Even though, yeah, the dialogue is very heavy on expedition. I'm like, I'll I'll roll with this. E- even though when he has flashbacks to Vietnam, they don't look like they connect to the previous Rambo films. In fact, they just look like random scenes of Vietnam. So I'm like, if Rambo was in Vietnam, then wouldn't you want to have scenes of one of the previous Rambo movies to show like what he's been through but hey you know what hey don't 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 criticize don't say bad things say good things because the the Rambo fan base does not like that well too bad because Gabriel or Gabriel your sympathy for this character goes out the window when after twice both uncle rambo and the the nanny has to tell her has to break it to her your your father was a rapist and a and a uh, and a and a murderer and he lived in Mexico, which is full of rapists and murders. That that's not me saying it. That's the film. The, the, 
John Rambo says says it point blank. Don't. I don't want you to go to Mexico. That's full of bad people. You could get hurt. And and Gabriel's the first time is like, yeah, okay, 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 Uncle John, I love you, but I really have to know. And I'm like, you're you're in your twenties, and they're they're telling you the the husband beats the wife. Oh, with a with a belt and like raped and killed. Why do you, why at that point you're still like? But I have to know. It's like okay at that point my I, I just stopped really caring about her because she really walked herself into you know her own kidnapping. But this is also where we get into a big issue is that you're gonna hear a lot of critics saying uh, which I, I know fans don't like this because they're saying hey these woke critics they're so woke. You know, talking about killing all Mexicans. Well, of course, that Rambo, Rambo kills people. Of course, what do you expect? Uh, he, you know, he killed Mexicans, but he also killed Vietnamese people too. See, he's not racist. Okay, but why is Mexico? Why does Mexico look like the most dangerous place on the planet, uh, according to this movie? Like, it, as soon as she goes to Mexico, the first thing she sees are just armed armed soldiers with uh, just rifle, actually police officers with armed assault rifles, and it's got there. There's this building showing Mexico, and then when she goes to Mexico it's just this rough rundown dirty place just full of full of uh, prostitutes and drug dealers and just nothing but bad people there is not a there's all there's probably there's one good person that used kind of see in the movie but isn't really in, on there for long but she she just goes into this place that is just full of nothing but uh, killers and dangerous people and walks into this person she doesn't know that well who's already just kind of like threatening her and but just like oh no i'm just kidding and she's like oh okay uh sure and she goes to finally sees the dad and the dad just is there to tell her everything that john and the nanny in this film already said so it's like okay so you walked all that way and and this stranger is like oh well come party with me i'll i'll keep your mind off and she doesn't and you're like well that, that's what that's what that's what 21 year olds do when they're when they're adults because i see kids you know being naive being you know being disobedient but when you're in your 20s and you're in college and you've been told multiple times about how dangerous your dad is and where you're in, in, in everything around where he's at and you're just like i i'm still got to find out this movie really wants you to care for her though and i just don't because you don't really know too much about this character because again it's just expedition at the beginning and the only thing is is that again she just walks herself into trouble so then john has to go in and try to save her and you seeing in the trailer you're gonna be like oh man so he's just gonna go in he's just gonna kill these evil mexicans and in all these gruesome ways because you see the scene that where it's basically a violent home alone and him just defending this house that's the last 15 minutes of the movie because the rest of it is just sylvester stallone uh just trying to go Go in and you know get my get his daughter. I just want my daughter back. Why can't you? Not, okay, now I'm talking like a. <laughs> but that's the thing is when yeah, at the very beginning I I could understand Sylvester Stallone in his performance, but right as Gabriel is 
kidnapped. That's when Sylvester Stallone starts his performance just kind of goes down and he just starts mumbling again. Like there's a part where the 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 cartel is like, "I can't hear you." And I'm like, "Yeah, I can't hear him either. What the heck is he saying?" The, this what I mean is like this movie is racist as heck is that it is ever, the, the the all the Mexicans in this film are everything it's this is everything like Donald Trump would say about uh you know Mexico and you know go back to go back to Mexico and build a wall over it in fact you probably would l- this is a movie for Trump supporters because and that was funny because in my theater it was nothing but uh old redneck white people with caps on now I don't know if they were red caps because it was dark in the theater but I was like wow what kind of environment am I in now and yeah and that's just kind of what it comes off it's like everything Donald Trump says about uh, Hispanics uh, Latinos Latinas is in this film uh, you, you know, cause the, when you get to all the drug dealers, they're, they're cartoon characters. They are, then, you know, they're, they're, they're just talking like, you know, as, as, as stereotypical as possible. You got a problem with that, Holmes? I'm like, okay. All right. No comprende. I'm, okay. And I'm trying to get, cause they're, they're fans of, who really love all these Rambo films and they're like, Man, I just want to see Rambo, you know, just punch somebody or just kill someone in violent ways. I don't care that there's Mexicans getting killed. I just want to see, I just want to see Sylvester Stallone on the big screen. Again, the, 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 all the action, that is saved for the last act. It was like, well, that's good. The fact that it's in there at all is that that's good enough for me. And I'm like, wouldn't you want that to be the, if you, that's what you want. Wouldn't you want it to be the whole film instead of like just the last 15 to 20 minutes? Like, why just be so, just be so, uh, you know, just compliant with just 15 to 20 minutes. Why not a whole movie where he's going on killing people? That's, that, that is the only thing you want. So, because I'm only addressing the fan base because they're, they're angry at critics for giving this not a good, uh, strong review and saying they're just too woke well okay i mean i guess i'll be woke too because i i didn't i didn't find this very fun i i I have some hispanic friends and i looked at this like yeah i don't feel comfortable watching them betrayed like this i I don't give a crud that there's a a fan a a love fan base behind the rambo movies which you shouldn't be that i mean i'm not i'm not knocking on you 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 can't Mount and you really love this film. All right, cool, but this doesn't really have much of a connection to Rambo. Because all that advertisement, that is at the very end of the film when the movie ends. There is there is no point where you're seeing, like, references to, the, you know, the previous films. I mean, John Rambo just mentions uh, at the beginning is like, Hey, you want, I wish somebody stopped me back in the day. Okay, that's, like, the most... I get a connection to the previous films. And then as far as the scenes in the trailer showing, like, black and white of, you know, First Blood. Again, that is in the credits. That's when the movie is over. And the movie ends on pretty much a cliffhanger for being called The Last Blood. I'm like, no. This is, you guys really want to come back. I, I hope this is The Last Blood because I'm sorry to those who really love the Rambo films, but this did not make me want to go back and see the the original ones. This is like, yeah, they're like this movie, then screw them. Yeah, I, I just, in fact, I heard that pretty much all the Rambo films past the first one are not that good. So, I yeah, I don't know what's going on here but as far as could you have fun and the scenes when there is action when there is 
was lots of gore. And there was a lot of graphic gore that they do hide from the trailer. And I say, okay, if you really want to look at it that way, sure. I think it's cartoonish and goofy as heck for something that's taking itself so seriously leading up to the, these last moments. Because it does. You know, it tries to get emotional and you, you try to... You tr- it's, it's something where you're trying to look at John like, oh man, he's just this broken down old man who just lost everything. No, I don't give a crud because he is... I, I mean, he's he's just... He loses his freaking mind and I just like, alright, you're gonna be like this then? I, yeah. And, and the film doesn't... The film doesn't once try to address you know maybe he's actually the villain maybe he's just going crazy no you still it still wants you to root for him and i don't and all the all the 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 uh all the uh ways like he's killing people it's like well if you get them if you get them trapped underground then you could have just done something that would just save you time and kill everybody but he's like look at me i'm gonna pop right up and i'm gonna fire my shotgun then pop right back down it's like, he's just acting like a little kid, like pretty much like Home Alone. It's like, okay. I mean, you, I guess if all you just want to see gore, you'll, you'll get it at the, the if, if you're willing to sit there an hour and a half for those last 15 to 20 minutes of, of gory violence, then okay. I mean, they're Mortal Kombat level of gore, so what the heck. Yeah, I, I tried to get with this film, but at the end, and I even kept thinking about it, just like, well, maybe there's something there that I'm not seeing. No, maybe there are worse films that have come out this year, but I can't, uh, I, yeah, I, I cannot recommend this. And especially, I have Hispanic friends, and I can't look at them like, man, you've got to go see this movie. No, I think that they would be horrified of this film, because you know, how it kind of thinks about it. Yeah, I know, it's just a movie, it's just a movie, you're so woke. Okay, fine, I'm woke. I'll, I'll be woke. I don't I don't care. I'm not looking to please fans. I shared my own opinion and that's it. Gosh darn it. Alright, <laughs> yeah, let me just uh, get off of this, but yeah, it's an avoid. Don't don't see this. You're, you're better than this. In fact, the, 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 the scenes that you want to see, the, all the gore, it's gonna get leaked on the internet. Just like, uh, what was it? The the, the banana splits movie because when i saw that i was like well maybe there's there's some you know some juicy gore for the the, the gore blood the gore fans but when i looked at i looked up on youtube no all those gory kills were just all all there so i'm like okay someone's gonna string together the last 15 to 20 minutes and then you can just watch this on a big screen somewhere and then that'll be it because there's there is not really much story going on there's not much as far as fun goes the movie is way too serious despite how cartoonish it is up until the very last 15 to 20 minutes where it just it goes full cartoon yeah this could have been something like god of war where you had uh it was about a man who was uh you know massacred like millions of people and even raped some people and then you know he grows up to as an old man to go you know i i am i am a horrible human being that you know really doesn't want to continue my life like that and i have a kid now so i gotta have him be better than i was and here you would think that maybe it could be something like that and for uh rambo but no it's just like it's basically a cruddy version of taken a racist taken and that's that's all to it ah well maybe at least uh you know sylvester stallone he's got rocky maybe he'll go to popeyes and go like and the Popeye's like, hey, welcome to Popeye's. I can't hear you, but well, maybe we can get you something. Oh, chicken!
He, he, he wants a chicken sandwich. Get him a chicken sandwich! Sir, please don't hurt us. Okay, maybe you shouldn't be at Popeye's. <laughs> Let's move on to our next one. Uh, speaking of something uh, rich, like a chicken sandwich. Is something rich like a chicken sandwich? We took out down, downtown Abbey. Okay, down, down, downtown Abbey. Okay. <laughs> downtown Abbey, which is a show that I've never seen, so it's got a movie out. And what I can gather from the, the trailer and from the movie about this royal family. The king and queen are coming to stay in this great, rich hotel, luxurious getaway called Down... Not Downtown Abbey, Downtown Abbey. That's how the British say it, I guess. So, I saw the movie, and I got thoughts, so I'm gonna share the, the, the trailer and get started. So, again, never seen the show. And leading up to the this movie, uh, watching this movie, there was a preview of, I guess, a spiritual successor. So, these, the, the creators of the show, they really love, you know, royal British culture. And this takes place in the 1920s, so there's a, there's a bit of 1920s little theme going on with the setting. And it is very rich. In fact, what kind of grabbed my attention of Downton Abbey, not Downtown Abbey, is the setting. This is a very, look, I mean, I guess I've said luxurious, of course, but it's very dreamlike. And I think that's also helped by the, the soundtrack is beautiful. It's, it is just, it's very, it really does feel like a, like a, a really nice fantasy. Or 
well, a nice little fantasy dream getaway. Because the when you go into the interior of the hotel, now the the bottom floor might not seem like much because that's where like the kitchen is. But when you kind of go to the 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 higher rooms, it's like, oh wow, this is I, th- this is a lot of uh, nice scenery going on here. Yeah, it's it, it looks like a very nice hotel. Now, how about the story goes, uh, which is them trying to impress the uh, king and queen by you know getting all getting all prepped and prepared for their arrival uh, their stay for a night and that plot has been said or told time and time again where you have these group of characters and you got the very higher up or famous person of some sort and they're like oh my gosh they're coming over well we gotta we gotta do something we gotta make this the the best day but all the times I've uh, seen something like this it's usually from a TV show and that is I, I, I'm now there 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 are some more praises I have for this uh, movie but I'll say probably a big down thing is that it feels more like an extended episode of a TV show than a movie because you see a lot of uh, transitions that you're that you know I normally see from a TV show from either a sitcom or something else different shots uh, with, with, again with the gorgeous music uh, transitioning to what is just a couple of rooms uh, you know people talking about ro- royal British affairs cheery ho my dear fellow and I mean you know let's would you like a cup of tea uh, oh this is a very lovely day all kinds of things oh my gosh Siri just responded to me no no thank you okay I gotta be careful because Siri just I'm, I'm I was recording an episode and it just kind of scared the heck out of me okay never mind uh, anyway, so uh, they, they they have like a cup of tea and they uh, you know have a little have a little British chit chat. That's kind of the movie. I mean, there there is a plot going on, and I think the the big thing about the uh, what the the story is trying to you know entail is the themes about political hier- uh, hierarchy. Because of course, the king and queen they are of uh, you know big royalty for uh, London, the UK. And there are some people that are, like, trying to fight over, uh, you know, trying to impress the king and queen. And then there are people who want to sabotage and try to assassinate the king and queen. They touch on that, but not too much. In fact, pretty much the most important thing about this is uh, really talking about, you know, who's going out with who. Stuff that, again, is very TV level. If you haven't been keeping up with the show like I I haven't, then you will, again, there's like a, there's like a 10 minute, but after that, it really is a, if you don't, you don't really, if you don't know the show then well we we're not gonna explain crud because they 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 have uh things like oh i remember you back in the day oh it's just like last time i like well what is last time oh you gotta go watch the show then the thing about having this on the big screen is that you're kind of opening up to an audience like an extended audience regardless of whether or not they've seen the show and i'm sure a lot of people have seen the show because the movie didn't open up to uh you know big box office or at least uh 
uh, good numbers. So, I mean, there's probably a lot of fans. It's not that I'm, I have anything against the show. I've just never watched it. In fact, I never heard of it until this movie trailer came out. And yeah, I'll say you've not seen the show. Then it is a it is a sign that this is you're not going to even be able to follow up in this film. But even if you do, I really still it really doesn't feel like a movie. Uh, even though it's got some lavish produ- production, but the script is very TV level. And you know, most there are some TV shows that have better plots and stories than a lot of movies out there. And so that's not always a bad thing. But the way it's displayed, it really does feel like something you gotta watch at uh, at home than you know see on the big screen. Because when I see it on the big screen, there is nothing. The the production does it looks nice, but the camera work doesn't really appreciate it that much. What I mean by that is the the camera work is very standard. It's very uh, you know overhead talks. And it doesn't do anything interesting to kind of display maybe the additional money they uh, they brought. And maybe the additional money is that they get to go in other locations than besides around downtown Downton Abbey because uh, they do. They go to a parade. They go to uh, other areas as well. And again, no, nothing of the show. So if this already happened, then well, I yeah. But the performances, I'll say, are great all around. Uh, it's just they're great. But the dialogue they're given again for a two-hour film. I, there was a time where I was just kind of like, all right. I think part of this could have been cut down. The themes they touch on regarding you know, the, the political hierarchy. Again, I don't think they... That I would have liked to see more uh, than being fleshed out because the problem with that is uh, it t- they touch on it and then they move on and go, I mean, focus on, again, just them talking about life, which that's fine. But as a movie, when you're sitting in a dark theater, it, there has to be kind of a progressing progressive story to kind of, you know, keep going further. Instead, it, this just again feels like a couple of episodes stringed together it's, it's it is it is a little disappointing but it wasn't like i was going and i was hating it because the dialogue is actually pretty good even though it is again them talking about life and it, it, it if i want to make a comparison this is like a better written and you know better production version of uh, Days of Our Lives, which is a really corny uh, uh, reality show uh, on ABC with really bad production. And But both of them, what both of them have in common is that often through this movie, there's a lot of, uh, there's drama with relationships of, oh man, I I love you, but you did this to me. And you, you don't, I guess because the film more or less just focuses on its already existing fans instead of you know getting in new people or reintroducing it to new uh, new audience then it's it's hard for you to kind of get invested it is kind of a shame i think it's if i if i did see the show leading up to it i probably would have been like okay now i now i get why they act the way they act but still you if you're gonna rely on the previous episodes in order for this to kind of uh uh you know keep things going going this this should not be on the big screen this should have been like a a tv movie because it does not even feel like a like a movie and i'm not saying man i just want constant action i want constant killing no that is not the case i don't mind you know just people talking a lot but you 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 need to kind of have something you can need to kind of have something to move forward and this whole thing about trying to please uh, a like a, a one royal or one 
one royal hierarchy it's it would have been great if they had sort of a, a spin on it where they they really went all the way with the uh political angle but instead it just feels like any other tv episode about this the 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 episode about the famous person that everybody's got to please because it it kind of plays out the same way like all the the, the arguments and the conflict between uh, other uh members it kind of goes away and then they just become another part of downton abbey uh, it's you do know a little bit more about these people it isn't like you don't know anything but it's still in order to get everything uh, and hey you want that it, it's for it's for the fans I, i'm gonna say it gives them everything they need i assume so for them i'll say for an ra fan because I, I know someone who really loved the movie and like kept up with all the episodes if you're that person who has then hey this is this is probably a great film this is for you it's a uh, probably a must watch maybe just good for me it's just a very decent film because i'll say as someone who has never seen any of the episodes it, it, there there wasn't really anything and i think because it just felt like a, a few episodes to string together it, it felt like this it, this is entertaining in parts and it is very visually it is visually gorgeous but it's not something i want to just sit in for two hours in a dark theater just like seeing like i could watch this on tv uh skip the parts about or the the political parts they rush through or uh you know scenes about uh oh are you dating this person or are you dating that person because when they're just getting to know each other and just peacefully just having tea that's when i'm like okay i can get with this even though i mean it's it's typical like british royal things that you see in a, a uh a kind of a story like this or maybe some like an art, art artsy film it's not really doing anything clever or new that you haven't seen before but yeah I, I had a decent time with it i'll say if you're already a fan of the show you already love it then this is for you that you should go see this but i do have to warn if you're not then pay I, I guess not. And hey, you know what? That's a that's a better thing to say than Rambo, where I don't recommend anyone seeing. But yeah, it's a decent time. It's not great. Uh, I I do think it's not as smart as it could have been. Just want uh, just want to watch British royalty and all these lavish costumes. And yeah, some really cute characters. I, I do like the the uh, uh, maids or and or the uh, the the uh, cooks. They're actually really fun on screen. I do enjoy their presence. The uh, and, and even just some of the, t- the scenes where they're just having tea and just talking about life. I'm like, I, I mean, I really like enjoy the acting uh, in this. I think the performances are great. It's just that it isn't paced very well for a movie, and uh, it, it, the the plot itself is pretty much a tv episode so it just yeah i mean that's probably the best thing i say is that i would rather watch this on tv than on the big screen but it's not something i'm against so i enjoyed it just not not like a movie so there you have it downton abbey two down now we got ass and astra and and is the best and this is uh brad pitt in space who doesn't want to see that well this time he's in space looking for his dad because he's got daddy issues of course but isn't just that his dad was working on this project, this uh, weapon uh, on Neptune that uh, is important. Unfortunately, uh, reacting not uh, the way the government want, and is. Uh 
try almost uh, you know taking it's taking out electricity it's uh, trying to kill people acro- across the galaxy so it's up to Brad Pitt and some other people but mostly Brad Pitt to you know set things straight just to find his dad you know maybe make up for lost times because uh, we got daddy issues we'll see how it goes let's uh, play the trailer then I'll tell you more I do what I do because of my dad he gave his life for the pursuit of knowledge up there is where our story's gonna be told. This is a top secret psychological evaluation. Please describe your current emotional state. I'm steady, calm, ready to do my job to the best of my abilities. good things to say about this one well let's start with uh i I mean the visuals that is something you i mean when you look at the trailer that's something you can't look past and ignore and not go oh my gosh this looks uh, amazing in fact they do a lot with the visuals that leads to some exciting set pieces and um some uh ah suspenseful moments even at the very beginning when uh we start with uh brad pitt and he's on uh this little space shuttle and there's this uh reaction that uh reacting reaction that uh goes horribly wrong and the space shuttle just starts falling apart and the thing is space there's just it's very quiet so you don't some of it you just don't see coming because like some of it is very silent or just very soft until it gets you know right in your face and again that's when things 
to full volume, yeah, space is really a great setting to just kind of have this sort of like, okay, what is going to happen here? Because it, it, it is a long way down. Yeah, gravity either may or may not be your friend. And that's where we also get introduced to the big weapon here. And this uh, weapon that the government was toying with and said, oh no, it's not working the way we want it to, so you need to go shut it down. What I like the most about the presentation of this film is that it does bring up the question, what if we were to reserve a resort to living in another planet, living in Mars, or living in, uh, in the on the moon? And there has been talk about the moon being uh, as a, uh, a, a luxurious, or not luxurious, just building a city on the moon. Uh, I think NASA was thinking about it. And uh, that's a thing that we kind of see in this. Uh, the funny thing is the first thing thing I'd say before anything else about the moon station Brad Pitt goes on to was uh, Applebee's. So I was like, okay, Applebee's funded this. What, what the heck? So everybody gets free uh, apples. <laughs> I've never been to Applebee's. Well, we'll have to... Free. I, I think... I think uh, Brad Pitt. He is a great actor. He uh, and he always he always is given a uh, great performance. Uh, sometimes getting lost in the role that you don't even recognize it's him. With this though, there are times where he's doing he's doing a really awesome job. He's a really great actor. He's got his uh, charisma. Well, actually, no, because he's very serious in this film, and I get it. Except when you bring space pirates and alien monkeys, then I'm like, okay. Okay, so if you if you're gonna retain the serious tone, then explain that. I mean, just explain that. Or or if you're not, then just don't be. Because if you're being serious and you let that by, then I'm like, okay, now I'm not taking this seriously. Because Brad Pitt goes through the whole film in in like talking to himself in this like narrating voice. What is this life? Life and death. They're all different. Or they're all the same, but I don't know because I just killed people. It, um, okay, there there are times where like he is uh, he is uh, just not emoting, like he's he just has a blank face on him, like Ryan Gosling in that other space film, and that those parts are where I'm just not really feeling his performance. But I do like some of the other actors out here, even though they're not given a whole lot on screen. There is still something good about the just like how uh, even though there's 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 this wondrous thing about you know having a having a city on the moon every all things come at a cost of course uh because of uh you know how crazy how crazy the government gets and with their weapons and everything and yeah just that you, you can't really uh you don't really know if uh building a city on another planet is really a good thing because uh he even goes to mars and there's some people they they don't love they don't love mars mars is not a great place for them so it, it is it is something that uh that uh doesn't always that do, doesn't always play on the positive side of uh you know space exploration which is good because space can be very dangerous and Space can be very uh, uh, unpredictable, and the film does touch on that. I think that is really great. Uh, the way it, it touches on it, tries to bring it down to earth, but also still being a fantasy, and that's some of the things. I, I guess that's why you even have like Applebee's and Subway 
on on the 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 moon airport but i I do like some of the things that they touch on about you know what our future could be in the near future that being said it's uh i wished i kind of uh uh I, I, I got I, I wish I was a little more invested in I, Brad Pitt as a character or Brad or Brad Pitt's uh, you know perform or uh, he plays Roy McBride is the name of the character Brad Pitt plays and uh, his dad is played by Tommy Lee Jones you see they're uh, pretty much at the last act of the movie and the, this whole adventure of you know I gotta sort things out with my dad why'd he leave me I mean those are things I see so much and if you're gonna go that route then do something interesting with them they don't in fact the the whole resolution that he tries to see with his dad uh, when he finally gets to neptune it just seems kind of pointless and uh that just becomes part of the film's uh issue is that it really it sets up a lot of things and then it doesn't explain some and uh it's fine to not have to explain everything not to be over uh not have to uh hold your hand but there is a point where you know if you're gonna be on a ship and then you have like a, a lab uh, monkey in a tight little space like why do you have a lab monkey in the first place it's okay a lab monkey that's just gonna go out and try to kill people it's like all right well, well what what is the lab monkey for and they just don't explain it the whole ad astra what is that about the, the title of the movie i i saw the movie and i'm still like yeah what is the whole thing about the title of the film and yeah it really doesn't it really focuses on the visual spectacle which the visual spectacle is great and i think if you're going to see it see it on a big screen where you can kind of really go in and kind of grasp all the uh just uh, how how uh un, un, just kind of amazing and then yet horrifying uh space can be and they do they do touch on a lot of those things especially when you go to other planets because there's all those wonders of space and uh how amazing it'd be on mars and everything and this movie is like yeah it could be but it also could be kind of a pile of garbage uh because we have another character again who's great performance but not really given much to do on screen but uh she kind of like yeah I've, I've been living in mars and i could i would have loved to go see earth again because mars sucks mars is like full of nothing but dirt and uh and sand all the time uh and it's just kind of blurry to even uh go outside i just i want to see what uh you know earth is like again because she's grown up her whole life living on earth and i i mean living on mars and i would have liked to you know see more of her story but because you know her her parents were also in the in this uh little project that of course killed a lot of people this uh little weapon that brad pitt was tasked to shut down to a point i mean there's a little twist that happens later that i'm like wait what that does not make any sense and there's the thing is brad pitt does end up doing some Thing, some uh, moral choices that aren't that aren't great, and the and reasonably you aren't supposed to find them great. But the end result, the end game, what his goal is, they uh, it doesn't really come off fulfilling or anything. It's more okay. You see your dad, you see the weapon, and then that's it. It's like I mean, well, I mean, it's not like the movie ends right there, but it's like okay, so there's no um, you know making up for lost times of uh, hey, let's uh, l- let's try to get to. Know each other more maybe understand each other why we left he just immediately goes uh son man i i mean son i really appreciate you 
because you're willing to do all this crazy stuff that the military would say no to. You sound, you seem just like me. Uh, wow, why did I leave you all the, these years? And I'm like, okay, so you don't even need development. Just the fact that he is able to kind of go all this way, uh, where the government is like, okay, don't go this way. But yeah, no, I'm not going to mention any, because there, there is more to go into that would be spoilery. I'm, I'm not going to, uh, but it is just like, yeah, it's, uh, it, it really doesn't leave a satisfying uh, impact because it is, it's a story that's been being the death about, you know, daddy issues, why daddy left me and all that. And it kind of ends not like it's doing anything special with that. And it's like, okay. And that's really most of the McBride's character. Like, Roy McBride, he's just a... Uh, you know, talking to himself about, oh, this is so deep. What is, what have I done? And it just kind of that point where it got repetitive and I just like, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a highly decent film. And I'm only saying that because the ending just didn't really, it wasn't, it was not good, but it wasn't so bad where I like, oh my gosh, this movie. No, I'm like, hey, you know what? If you're going to go see this movie, go watch it on a big screen. I'd say it is, it is a much better film to see on a large screen than it is on, uh, you know, on the TV or what have you. But I can overlook the faults of the uh, storytelling because uh, it is just so bare bones, despite how many great ideas that come with the visuals. And the visuals are enough to where I was still entertained with the film. Like it was still, it was still something I I had a good time with until the end. That the end is where I was like, because I was about to just give this a low good rating because uh, how much they did with the action, how much they did with the spectacle that made it still a joyous experience to watch on the big screen despite you know the problems with uh, the main character and all that. But that ending is just so. It's so lazy that I I just like you know what I'm just gonna have to drop it down to just high highly decent. It's a highly decent time. Well, the last thing left is well, Birds of Prey and discussion about that. Now I will say I am not a big DC fan or DCU fan, DCU whatever you want to call it, DC other worlds of DC or whatever you want to say. Uh, the recent DC films post Dark Knight, let's call it that. I don't think they've been great or good. They've been pretty. I I don't. You, you could. The DC fans are like, yeah, I, it's it's exactly. I, it's like what I read on the comics, so it's great. And I'm like, well, not everybody is a comic book reader, and you never want to acknowledge that. But okay, okay. So I did some things in the comics, so I guess it's amazing, and everybody should see that. But some things don't need to be adapted. Some things need to be improved on, or just the way that they're adapted. And uh, that that's just kind of how it is. It's just uh, with Zack Snyder's work, it was just uh, let. Let's let's adapt the dark parts of these comics, because if you, as long as I make things dark, then it's deep. I don't have to, uh, you know. I can I can not explain Jack Squat and you know make some really ridiculous uh, and uh, B movie level writing. But hey, you know because it's dark because they lost their pa- their parents and, and Martha and everything. Which I just ex- talked about another movie that talks about parent issues. So I guess whatever. It, it, as long as you do that, that is enough to make your 
movies deep. So you don't have you don't have to write your characters. You don't have to. We don't have to know them. We just have to know that you know they have they had a dark time in life, and then we could just make up make up what we think their character is. And yeah, I, I, this is where I'm gonna piss off well, some the the DC fans who've been loving all these movies because I read the entire story of Birds of Prey. But before I even get to that, I I wanna wanna recap that I enjoyed. I may not have loved but I still enjoyed uh, very much Wonder Woman and I'm looking forward to Wonder, Wonder Woman 2 was a Wonder Woman 1984 1988 something I love Shazam Shazam is great I love Shazam and that's it but it's eight and I'm looking forward to Joker so hey 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 there are things I'm looking forward to let's not get in let's not get up in arms so the uh, poster came out for Birds of Prey which was a movie that I, I was already like kind of not too enthroned when I heard of the title because it's not just called Birds of Prey. No, that would more practical way of calling it but no instead it wants to get very cheeky with its subtitle so it's called birds of prey and the fantabulous uh m of one harley quinn i'm just gonna call it birds of prey i don't care in fact i look up on wikipedia and they even call it birds of prey they don't go over the subtitle because it, it is a it's a ridiculous subtitle that no one outside of the you know the, the hardcore dc fan base is going to really pronounce a lot. In fact, we're just going to call it Birds of Prey. Like, why we go for that subtitle, I, I don't know. I'm not going to do it. Sorry. When I review Birds of Prey, I'm going to call it Birds of Prey. But the movie might be great. Hey, uh, and, you know, people are knocking on the poster, but there are a lot of Marvel posters that aren't great either. They're very uh, photoshoppy. Uh, I mean, Spider-Man, although those were done by Sony, but the Spider-Man posters early on or post or uh, before release, they were not good. So I don't, I don't really look at posters like that's a sign of what the movie will be because posters are, posters are just kind of, the poor posters, they used to be an artistic viewing of what, uh, what the movie might be like or just telling about the movie and nowadays it's just like, well, you yeah, have Photoshop, so let's just slap the main characters onto like a white setting or a black setting or a blue setting then we'll put some other things and that will be it which yeah that's what this harley quinn one the birds of prey is is i got margot roby as harley quinn just making a making a face and then there's like angels or little angels uh flying overhead uh, with like Photoshop large faces of the the cast members. Yeah, it, it doesn't look appealing, but I'm not gonna look at it like, oh man, this movie's gonna suck. Cause I don't want to. I mean, as much as DC fans love to say, man, I just want to get clicks and hate DC because it, it's just cool. Cause that doesn't exist. Sorry if you still believe that. I want to love DC. Even I, there, I want to love DC. I want to, I want to be fan. I want to be excited for these movies, and I've not been except for Joker. I'm looking forward to Joker. I hope that. That is great, but I loved Shazam, and hopefully there will be a sequel on that. That that is something I'll look forward to definitely. Wonder Woman, I'll look forward to that too. Uh, sorry, uh, that that's it. But hey, you know what, you guys, I'm yeah. I, I don't I don't really feel like these are really deep, intelligent, or uh, really great films. They're just kind of either mediocre to bad blockbuster action films. Uh, it's. 
yeah, again, I'm gonna... But here, I'm I'm doing this to... Almost like therapy, because I want to love this movie. And, you, and th- th- this movie's really trying to kind of like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like a bully that's just kind of beating you down. And uh, all the people around like, Oh, he's just such a nice person. What are you doing? Why are you being such a jerk? That's just how I feel about uh, Birds of Prey at the moment. From what I'm reading and hearing and how, you know, DC fans are they're getting angry that not other people are not as excited as they are for the movie and i'm gonna say i'm not i'm just gonna get that right out of the way but i really want to in fact i'm gonna even come up with ways that this could be great despite what i've read and if the ending that they're going with is what i think if the ending of these leak the leak script is what is what's going to be reflected the film which that's what i'm mostly focused on that's the that's what got me kind of not feeling for this film the poster that's nothing in comparison so let's uh let's uh play the teaser and then i'm going to talk about the plot details in a non-spoilery fashion So first of all, uh, we'll start out with uh, the fact that it's going to be radar. Uh, it's going to be there's going to be some uh, dark humor. There's going to be some gore. And, of course, a lot of cursing. Okay, it's not a plus or a minus for me, but... All right, we're going to an R-raid route with uh, Birds of Prey. I hope that there's... It does it well, so we'll, we'll see. But also, Harley Quinn is basically Deadpool. Yeah, she will be narrating the entire movie and breaking the fourth wall as often as possible. As uh, you've seen in the... Te- or have you've heard in the teaser, of course. Oh my gosh, you referenced it. That is so hilarious. No. <laughs> I like okay, all right. Okay. Um yeah, so she's uh she's going to making she's going to be making some pop culture references. She's going to you know, crack some fourth wall breaking humor. In fact, at the end of this teaser, you see Harley Quinn in a car what looks like the Warner Brothers lounge. So, okay. Uh they're going to do they're going to try to make her more like Deadpool. Again, a movie that's trying to do parody, which Deadpool's already done it. I mean, we can't act like this is original. Yeah, so again, I mean, Deadpool's been there, but hey, hey, you know what? You know what? Why can't? Uh, what the heck? Why? Why does only Marvel get to do? Why can't DC have a fourth wall breaking or pop culture cracking character that's going the anti-hero route instead of a villain or possibly hero? Because basically, as the the reference in the teaser of Birds of Prey, I'm so 
over clowns. Uh, it turns out that she is also referring to Joker, because uh, she leaves Joker to, you know, go do something else in her life, go be a hero, or go be an anti-hero, whatever you want to uh, say, because uh, she's basically good now, or at least not uh, totally a villain, as from what the details are saying. And that's a way for them to basically just scrap out Jared Leto as Joker, as just to say, you know what, I'm, I'm over Mr. J, and I'm going to be I'm gonna be a good guy or a good girl or a good what do you want to say hero heroine hero or oh, okay <laughs> and then there is the uh, uh, also uh, Batman you won't be seeing Ben Affleck as Batman because uh, Batman retired has basically retired for two years so Birds of Prey is also a sequel to Suicide Squad or at least the original Suicide Squad while Suicide Squad gets rebooted with Margot Robbie reprising her role that is very confusing but okay so we're gonna go the Deadpool. Oh, sorry. No. DC's allowed to do it too, uh, which they've done it, actually. This is not... They've done it before. Computer, how do I put the Joker in Arkham Asylum? Quickest route, no freeways. Computer, do you hear me? Hello, Master Bruce. I have just taken away your computer privileges. Gasp! Sir, it's time for you to stop this unhealthy behavior. You can't spend the rest of your life alone, dressed in black, and staying up all night. Good night, Alfred. Sir, it's morning. Yeah, it is. And you know what? Lego Batman, and already that teaser is like way funnier than everything in the the uh, Birds of Prey teaser. Or, well, this is a full Comic-Con. Well, whatever the case, still. Already the jokes, they're, they're hitting. I... I I, I mean, I enjoyed the heck out of this movie, loved it. Or at least really liked it a lot. I, I forgot what I gave it, but enjoyed it very much. And again, the movie was about roasting uh, you know, DC and Hollywood mo- blockbuster movies, just like Deadpool, and also making a lot of pop culture jokes. Uh, which, you know, some of them weren't funny, but the ones that were, they, and I think the reason why the ones in Lego Batman worked more than, uh, or, uh, uh, the, or Birds of Prey is that they're, they kind of did something with it. It wasn't like, okay, hey, I acknowledge this movie exists and I'm just, I'm going to be against or above it. They kind of, I mean, it's a, just one big roast. And one big roast with just a lot of heart to it. And that was made out of Legos, too. So, again, DC's already done it before. Oh, I'm sorry, they've done it twice. Coming this summer. They're finally going to make a movie about me! The story of Batman's greatest ally. It's me! That must be me! And best friend in the whole world. Finally! Alfred, the movie. It's time to clean up this city. That actually does look pretty good. And that was uh, uh, Teen Titans Go to the movies, which the entire plot and story of that movie was about uh, Robin wanting his own movie, going to the Warner Brothers lot while making a bunch of pop culture jokes and references to uh, things uh, like roasting on uh, tropes of of uh, you know movie cliches, just like. Deadpool did it just like Lego Batman did it. And I'll say, like, there are 30% of the jokes uh, in Teen Titans Go, like, probably 10 or 15% of the jokes in Lego Batman, but 
30% of the jokes in Teen Titans Go did not land. Uh, a lot of which is because there was stuff that, like, Deadpool already covered. That Deadpool already made fun of. And it's like, yeah, we've already been there. In fact, some people, when they reviewed this, they called it, like, because that's pretty much what it is. So, oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. But DC didn't do an R-rated uh, movie about a character that uh, breaks the fourth wall and uh, does references. And nonetheless, it being a female... Hey, you want? I'm like, okay, so? This is like, you still did it twice after Deadpool did it twice. So what do you got that will make uh, Harley Quinn say some hilarious things or make some hilarious jokes? Because the teaser, it looks goofy as heck. It's obviously going for a comedy. It's not going for something serious. I'm going to, willing to go with that if you're funny if your jokes are great uh, if i'm having good time and i also am enjoying the characters i don't know how that be because it is just a teaser but there are some things again going with the story details that make me go i don't know about this one and it, it's not to say hey what if if birds of prey suck then i'm just gonna lose faith no i'm still looking forward to wonder woman and uh, shazam 2 and I, i'm still looking forward to joker it has nothing because DC has come out and said, yeah, all these all these films are doing, they don't connect to each other anymore. We're, they're all going to be separate. And I think that's good, because if this sucks, then this can die alone. So we can get to, you know, the real Suicide Squad movie by James Gunn, which will, I mean, be at least better than the old Suicide Squad movie, uh, I would hope. But Teen Titans Go to the movies, that also wasn't a box office success. In fact, it, this movie got so forgotten that the only, that the, the, the uh, one of the jokes where they parodied the lion king that got more famous that got more uh of a following than the movie itself so yeah i mean maybe they they got some clever things going on but i mean when you do it twice and the second one not as good as the first then it's like okay now you're going for a third time and then just because you have f-bombs and gore that doesn't make it completely different but we'll see maybe there's something really funny that that they've got maybe they'll be like yeah you know what superhero movies are all a bunch of screw-ups I mean, in their, and you know, we're all just made for money. But hey, you know what? People eat them up or something like that. They, if they find some type of thing to poke fun at that hasn't already been done uh, to death, because uh, I mean, we have these movies, but there are so many other films that are all about pop culture. A lot of comedies that are that rely so much on pop culture references. I mean, I just came out of Angry Birds t- two just a month ago, which was. Or no, shoot, it wasn't a month ago. It was, it, well, maybe it was. I, I forgot when I saw it, but it was uh, it was just drenched in pop culture references and Instagram jokes. I'm playing through Borderlands 3, which so far the humor is nothing but dated pop culture references and, and, and trope jokes that I, I'm kind of like, yeah, I've been there, done that. It's not really that funny to me because you know, it's not relevant. Hopefully that is not the case. I'm willing to believe there's something smart going on, but let's continue with the plot details. I got the cast right here. Mary Elizabeth Weinstein as a Huntress, and the Huntress is uh, one who looks for revenge against the Black Mask, uh, who is uh, played by Ian McGregor. So we got a whole uh, team being assembled by Harley Quinn to stop the Black Mask, or really to protect someone. And uh, we have protect, uh, or a, uh, a, 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 person to protect and that is uh Cass. Cass who is played by 
Ayla J. Basco. Now in the teaser, what I did notice is that you do see cask, or a uh, cask, sorry. I mean, you see like glimpses of other things going on in the teaser that, of course, might allude to things that are being referenced in the story leaks here. Yeah, so you have uh, Cass is like kind of the kind of the person you have to take from point A to point B and protect uh, against. And this is kind of a very uh, a- again a very uh, traditional plot point that you've seen. And again, Deadpool two tried to make fun of this too. They had you had like a person of interest you had to protect, but then you had uh, Logan or it was already there. Uh, the Last of Us was already there, uh, and then also uh, uh, Sicario was already there. There were action movies that have already had this plot and Deadpool trying to trying to parry it I didn't think they did that as well so maybe maybe the here's the thing where maybe maybe this could be like oh well D- DC did this better uh, making fun of the uh, the uh, escort uh, mission type of plot because of course we're gonna be breaking the fourth wall a lot so you know and then Harley Quinn also goes on skates with a okay well I think we see the huntress in this teaser too Oh yeah, she's the one with the crossbow. So, uh, trying to hunt down Black Mask. I think I'm... But, I mean, there's some cool-looking... I'll say there's some cool-looking characters. They do look better than what you saw in Suicide Squad, or to me they do. So, that's a plus. See, I'm saying good things. I'm saying nice things. Okay. Um, but, yeah, again with the whole escort, and the most unfortunate about this is that the escort is played by a, uh, a, uh, Filipino-Asian female, and... One of my best friends is a Filipino Asian female, and when she saw that, uh, oh my gosh, a Filipino Asian female is being casted in the Birds of Prey, she's like, holy crap, I get to see myself as character up, DC. Like, if you're gonna make her the escort, then at least stop trying to just not do this whole, uh, oh, she's either the, she's this, uh, liability, or she's this whiny character, or, like, really? Please don't. Please don't do that like you did to the last Asian character you had, where she was just barely existing in the movie. And here's one now. Japanese, female, mid-twenties, five foot five, good health, athletic, and an only child with deep-seated daddy wanted the son. And that's another thing. You're gonna have one Asian just be the uh, the the sole hero for another. It's like okay, then you're gonna have to explain this then. I am not. I was again. That, that's what the, what they did with the yeah yeah. What was her name? Katana, whatever. Yeah, that's the whole thing. The, oh, diversity. You must support, support, support. Even when if we do jack squat with these characters, it's like. Okay, so I support diversity, but I want diversity used effectively. I want those characters to mean something. Like, not just having them in the background or just present in the film. Like, the, to me, that just doesn't really take advantage of, like, what they're capable of. That's like saying, oh, well, you're not subscribing to BT Plus. Well, apparently you don't want black people to have jobs. It's like, what made Tyler Perry just as important as Jordan Peele, uh, Ryan Coogler, or uh, the director of Mudbound? Like, why... Why is just the f- 
like yeah i mean that, that, that's that's something i i i want diversity but i also want some like good writing and you know and having their character mean something the film and i really hope that, that this is not just that that this filipino or asian female is more than just an escort please don't just make her like the butt of the joke or just this this is person like you know well i I'm, i feel bad for you even though i don't like you and i i, I hope they don't do that please don't well i mean yeah alaya j basco is the is the uh, filipino asian female playing uh cassandra please don't throw toss her over just please don't what about black mask though this villain well apparently there was a running joke where she he, the, the the joke is that he's gay for uh his uh you know sidekick character and that becomes a big running joke and why well there is a spoiler e reason for that that becomes part of the ending that i hope isn't the ending of the film but uh i read the i read the entire story so yeah uh, okay so what's more could i say that uh isn't gonna be a spoiler well they are gonna say even though that we're gonna just or, or just uh cut off Jared Leto and uh, Ben Affleck. There is going to be some footage of the Jared Leto Joker. There might, it probably will be someone uh, else having to, it, it might be just like a uh, bot, the, you see the back of uh, Jared Leto, it's some, uh, it's either CG or some just, uh, that's where Harley Quinn is like, you know what, I'm over you. And that's pretty much it. Uh, you might I guess you might see Jared Leto himself actually perform, but it, it does really sound like he's just there just to say, hey, you know what, F off. Now for you comic book geeks, for all you saying, oh, this is so accurate to the comics. That's why it's so much better than Marvel movies. Well, apparently the movie is not going to be comic accurate at all. So, okay, all you comic book people, I'm just letting you know. Which I, I'm like, oh, well, it's DC, so it's going to be amazing anyway. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> Apparently, when Marvel does it, it's like, man, Marvel didn't do this from the comics. Man, that, that's why they suck, but DC doesn't. Yeah, uh, uh, totally no bias. Uh, <laughs> there is a lot of comedy. So, yeah, it is going to be a comedy. Uh, a lot of slapstick humor. Cartoony. Okay, so Cass is... Uh, so this is details about who Cass is. Cass is a chubby Asian kid who talks a lot. Some people find her annoying. She's from the streets, nowhere close to the comic counterpart. And she happens to swallow uh, Black Mass Diamond. And she's basically what brings them all together. Okay, okay. The movie is trying to be as original as possible. Heck no, it's not. I mean, you, you start with, you know, changing Harley Quinn up to be Deadpool and then have this whole escort mission plot uh and uh, and a and a villain's joke running joke is that he's gay but it feels like a t tarantino movie on acid okay well there are people who are but quentin tarantino he would at least make his shots very artistic and this is very colorful and goofy so i don't i mean maybe maybe they'll drop the end bomb a lot or have uh, uh margaret roby showing off her dirty feet again like she did in uh, what was it uh, once upon a time in hollywood so i guess if it's tarantino on acid maybe there'll be lots of n-words lots of dirty feet and lots of women getting strangled or something like that you know like a quentin tarantino movie so uh or whatever i 
I'm not a fan of the guy. Okay, so the last thing is something I'm not going to spoil. But if you want, you can email me and I can tell you exactly how this movie uh, is supposedly going to end. Oh, geez, if it does. Well, Batman is mentioned, but there aren't any mentions of other heroes like Green Arrow. Black Mask never gets his full mask. It's a joke that he's gay. He flirts with uh, Zayek a lot. Okay. Well, those are all the non-spoilery bits. The There's... There's there are some spoiler bits that reveal everything about the movie. I hope is not going to be in the movie, but we'll have to see. Oh my god! Please be good. Please, I don't want to face these DC people again and have to fight. Well, I don't care, but I I don't know. I'm 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 broken to pieces now. It's like you know I I know. Hey, if you're looking for this, you're excited and you like what you hear. Well, hey, then get excited. I'm not telling you you shouldn't be excited. I'm just telling you how I feel. I mean, I am allowed to do that anyway because this is my podcast do you want do you want the dc is amazing podcast go to something like that I, i'm that's not what i do sorry oh my gosh i i hope this is not the case well we'll we'll see february 7th until then well joker hopefully you'll be good joaquin phoenix rooting for you man let's get let's get three good movies in yeah um and that'll be it so uh, again thank you all for listening if you want to reach me philok76 at gmail.com Philox76.gmail.com. You can go pondspress.wordpress.com. Facebook, Pondspress. Instagram, Pondspress. Twitter, ChasePond64. See you next time.